0: The AI Optimist with Declan Dunn. Search, 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 AI powered search. It's freaking so many people out. How are we gonna be found? Do we even stand a chance? Well, the real deal is if you infuse content marketing, which is what search and any posts and blog posts and this podcast is, with intention. Why are people here? Why are they listening? That is what AI helps us do. So AI-powered search is really knowing how to use AI to not only be found, but to be relevant. If you're relevant, you'll be found. Hey, don't take my word for it. There's a window tinting company. Now this is a company in the real world that actually darkens the windows so people can't see in as well, mostly for privacy, for celebrities, or for other reasons that people have to keep themselves in the car and not necessarily to be seen by other drivers, to keep to themselves. And this was a really good business, but all of a sudden, this business was running out of customers. So what did they do? They went to Jasper, I learned this at Jasper's conference last February in AI, and they asked something like this, not this is the exact prompt, but I can tell you from doing prompts, this is what they asked Jasper's AI, which is just like ChatGPT and Bard and Claude. As a business consultant for the window tinting business, identify and define five possible customer personas. Then include a specific marketing strategy, including why they would use our window tinting products. Now this company was stuck. Their business was hurting, and the results came back with something they never thought of after being in the business for years. Families with children need window tinting to protect them from UV rays, which have gotten a lot stronger in recent years. Protect them from the sun. So this window tinting company totally shifted their marketing, their business, their outreach, their customers, because they knew the intention was not just privacy, it was protection. And so now they can create content based on privacy as one intention. I wanna keep private, I don't want people seeing me for various reasons, and also protection of my children. A very different and lucrative market that literally helped this business just have one of its best years. So you see what they did, AI gave them options, And then by using this in search, AI was able to actually help them because now they can create content, articles, social media posts that will reach people because they know the intention of their customer. That's why the real goal is not to be afraid of what's going to happen in search, but getting deeper into your customer. And this is why AI does this so much more powerful than search ever could do. I mean, think about it. If these people in the window tinting company went to Google, They'd have been entering stuff and seeing 10, 20, 30 results, which is right, which is wrong, which is smart, which isn't. And a lot of it sort of looks and sounds the same because that's what a lot of search engine people do when positioning is they look at what's on top and they try to write something similar so they can get on top. Not the really great ones, and I've got some in my resources on the AI Optimist blog that goes along with this podcast. Always remember go there because what I'm about to talk about, the visuals, the videos, the resources are all there. So, it's really less about organic placements and getting to be number one on the search engines, which literally went away five years ago, by the way. So, that's just, to me, that's not honest. Intention begins by understanding the who, what, where, why, and when of your customer. And when you do this, this actually makes your life a lot easier. And while it may sound like the end of the world, it's the beginning of an amazing new one. This window tinting company five years ago would never have found this kind of information. So I'm looking for patterns and I apply this to the AI Optimist because this is my 12th podcast. I'm not really well known in the AI field, which began last November with flooded with people selling stuff, pitching stuff, get rich quick, data scientists, a brilliant data scientist, talking way above most people's heads, enterprise level, tens of thousands of customers. I want to share this with normal businesses and normal people. And how do I get known? Well, just by doing what I'm doing, creating a podcast, which gives me a video, and audio, and then it's transcribed for free on Substack, which by the way, other companies do this too. Zoom does it. You can upload something to Slack and it will transcribe your audio. Now I can put it on YouTube. I can put it on my blog on the I can create audio that I can put on Apple iTunes. For One action. And this is the key to what's doing, to not working so hard, but now... Just beginning with no links. Nobody even knows who I am in terms of the AI field. I get 25% of my traffic from Google search. It's so not dead. Just do what I'm going to say. Do the basics. I've been doing this for a long time. This basic stuff is what people don't do. Define attention, know a couple of keywords, and don't overthink it. I don't spend like crazy amounts of time. 25% of my visitors actually type in www.theaioptimist.com. 25% come from LinkedIn, which is my primary social network, along with X slash Twitter. I also use Facebook, but really it's LinkedIn and X Twitter that I am able to reach people. And now 12% from Apple iTunes. Let me tell you, you think Google's hard? Try Apple. So what I'm doing is showing you a blend of old school SEO content marketing. That's AI powered search. It's helping me get original content. When I started this blog, I asked ChatGPT to do a debate with me that if you go to my site, you'll see this. I've read it to you in the very first podcast here. It it outlined 10 subjects that I've already gone through, three of them, answering questions that are relevant to people in AI. I had found regulations that are like hundreds of pages, and I was able to get summaries so I could understand them. If I have terms about data science I don't understand, I'm able to use AI to be able to filter through that. And that's what I bring to you, not only to get to know it, But to use all this intelligence, instead of searching for 20 resources, I get it all in one. Now, I check those for accuracy, but the deal is there's two search opportunities, and I call organic or GMO. GMO stands like vegetables. GMO standing for Google Monetized Opportunities, which includes what they call SGE, their search generative experience, which is the AI part of search, paid ads, YouTube, and YouTube ads. Now there's a video on here, if you want to see it, at the blog that's amazing from Google. But what's interesting is there's been studies where people are finding over the last years that fewer and fewer people are clicking from Google search results to go to websites. We've all seen it. And that's because Google wants people to stay on Google in one sense. And so there's a graphic here that if you go to the site, I can show you, but let me explain it to you and visualize. It just shows the flow of content that is on the Google search currently and what's proposed to happen. On the left side, the top part is paid, which has really pushed organic results down to, number, to the second section. And then there's a little Google section, which has YouTube and other Google content, a longer organic section, then another Google section and then paid ads. So the top and the bottom are paid ads and the paid ads is huge. Well, the new version on the right side of this diagram has paid ads. Then there's the Google search generative experience. They're working with this and testing it out. Because remember, Google makes all its money on people who click on paid ads. That's a huge part of it. So they're not gonna give up search just to like make AI cool. So we don't know what it'll become, but I can tell you right now, organic has got a much smaller piece and then followed by that is a little more Google. This could be YouTubes and things like that, then another little organic, and then another Google, and then another teeny organic, and then a big YouTube section. So what they're doing is making search much more video, audio. You see why I'm talking about the podcast earlier? It allows me because video has taken over again, very much driven by TikTok and the Gen Z who use it and obviously influenced all of us. But more importantly, paid ads and organic is slipping away. So that doesn't mean don't take the doom scroll here. Like, oh, my God, it's all gone. It was gone five years ago. Most of the organic has been very limited. if you look at Google, you get mostly paid ads on top. It takes you a while to get to the organic. So how am I, and many other people, still getting organic traffic? Because users know that this is paid ads versus organic. Users also know, and visitors to that site know, that they want to find genuine content, so they do look for it. And this has benefited me, I can't even believe in a highly competitive AI field, how much traffic I'm getting. I'm not trying to blow you away like I'm knocking it out of a park, but for beginning for four to eight weeks into this, to be able to see these kind of results from scratch shows that what I'm showing you is what matters. Do it the old way and don't give up just because Google's changed the rules. And how, how do we know? Because frankly, what I'm about to show you with AI is that the real search engines today, and we'll get to that in a second, are as much ChatGPT and BARD and Claude as they are Google. But first, let's begin with you in mind, and you should begin with your customer's intention. Apply this to search, social, and copy. Now, this is the traditional part of search engine optimizing I've done for years. I have a major site that gets tens of thousands of visitors a month totally on its own by doing what I'm about to show you, and I don't work it very much. This is a hobby of mine but I've reached thousands of schools with educational materials. And it's called EEAT. We jokingly call it e but it really stands for E for expertise, E for experience, A for authority, and T for trust. Expertise, you need to show in-depth and relevant knowledge. And this is really important because in the new AI-powered search, it wants answers to questions, whys, intentions. So you need to find the intention of your user to be able to give the content and make sure at the top of your article, don't bury it with some fancy, entertaining lead. Unfortunately, you need to at least have a really good summary that answers the exact question, the exact intention of your user, and then you can get all creative. Show your expertise. The old listicles and generic articles are, I won't say they won't work, but they're being done to death. Experience, real life experience, unique points of view. Authority, make your site a source for the markets and topics you focus on, just like I'm doing with the AI Optimist. I have to cover some subjects. We're about to do a whole bunch of interviews. But your competition is taking shortcuts. So follow this. And finally, trust. The more you show up and are consistent, the more people trust you and notice you. Here's the real secret. Most people quit within like 10 to 20 blog posts or 10 to 20 podcasts. If you look at the stats, the reason there's millions of podcasts is most people stop before at 10, maybe 20, you see in the, over 80%, I think, in one research stop and they don't get noticed. What they haven't done is earn the attention of their audience. What I'm trying to do here with all of you, be consistent and don't fall for the fact that you can just go to ChatGPT, write up an article, go to Jasper, which is much better in terms of giving you articles that aren't plagiarized because ChatGPT and some of the others, they, they're just taking them, scraping them. And a lot of search people copy themselves. So you're basically, I've seen ones that literally have verbatim been scraped from a site because of the subject matter and the lack of originality. Google, Bard, Bing, they want you, the human being. And what I found is in this new world of search, I need to do, get the ideas that I'm gonna show you and show you how to do it with prompts. We're gonna go into that in just a second here. But what I need to do is be able to write the content myself. Because honestly, what I get out of ChatGPT particularly, and I'm good at prompting. I can get it to write good stuff, but then I have to edit and I have to take stuff out. I run it through Grammarly or other sort of plagiarism software to make sure it's not there. But honestly, I'm a writer too. I don't like that, but I also know that even if you're not a writer, you can get the ideas, the keywords, the intention, the outline, the strategy, and then you do it. And guess what it led that nobody else can? you and that's what makes it relevant that's what establishes authority in the new world of search so let's go into what the new world of search is and then i'm going to give you the prompts and some specific action items for you to take out go to www.theaioptimist.com after this pod look it up that's why i put these on here so you can actually use them these are the ways that i've developed the following i have and i want you to develop it because search is not so not over But you can't just go to ChatGPT, copy and paste an article and hope it gets out there. Every person's doing it. And what happens is it shows. You can almost read it. I see that in social media. If you don't show up, you don't have to work that hard. You can get ideas. But if we don't see you, if you don't come through as a person, as a human being, that's what actually makes all these large language models, LLMs, BARD, ChatGPT, Claude. Poe, Quora, all of these, the more original content and original ideas they get, the stronger they become. If everybody just copy and pastes out of AI, it's gonna make them even just really bad. They actually have a technical term, model collapse. And here's the deal, you can go into that, but your content is gonna look like everyone else's, especially when it comes to search. Take what they share with you and step out because new search starts with the LLMs. How often do you go to ChatGPT to get an answer instead of Google now? This is huge. I did, in the last few months, I've been rebuilding my house after the Paradise Fire. Here's what I've been able to do. And I have no clue about building anything. I just work with contractors and have to tell them what to do. I had an electrical line that needed to be run out. I had a dialogue with ChatGPT who, unlike the contractors, didn't get impatient with me, didn't say jargon I didn't understand. I was able to ask it questions And I delivered an electrical plan with ChatGPT to my electrician with no knowledge and saved at least $5,000 for real. And and they were like, wow, how did you figure this out? Because I did a discussion with ChatGPT. If I went to search, I would've gone to hundreds of sites, copy and paste, put them in a file. Who knows, how can I organize all that? That's the beauty of AI-powered search. It's collating all this stuff for me. Can you see how that's impacting people going to Google and Bing? It's not the end of search but it's a whole nother layer that's never been here before. Now I'm creating a green screen room for the video interviews I'm doing. It's still in development, but I learned what to do, how to light it, what equipment to get, what's the inexpensive, what's the expensive equipment, how I can work within my budget, how I can do it for cheap. And I have all sorts of custom prompts. If you all want to join me on the chat, I can share with you a ton of stuff that makes it way more efficient. And that's what I want to share with you here. And then for my AI regulations article, there are laws all over the place, hundreds of pages. I use ChatGPT to be able to have a dialogue to summarize and analyze, so then I could be able to take that and write and speak what I share with you. So doing this on search would be almost impossible. So AI alone is gonna impact search dramatically, but you know it's really hit and people don't even get this. And if you have kids in Gen Z, you know this. TikTok is their search engine. Following the videos, shared my interest, and they buy like crazy. TikTok has amazing commercial value in the U.S. for Gen Z. Outside the U.S., the amount of money being generated is tens of billions of dollars from companies like Shine and Alibaba and PinPinduo, who I don't even know, but looked it up and is this amazing company in fashion. Zara, these companies like Shine, were able to use social media data. They come in, they see what trends are going on, what things are selling what's interesting to people. And they're actually able, because of that amazing Chinese warehouse engine, for lack of a better word, create those products within a week, already knowing people will buy them. This is where the search engine is influencers. Influencers are the new search engine. So besides ChatGPT taking away traffic, people are going to social media, and you see it even on like uh, Facebook and Insta and Snapchat. People will ask their friends to look to influencers. Those are where people actually go to search. They're living on social much more. So if you're not there, you don't exist. So their algorithms, TikTok's algorithm, very addictive and embedded, really gets people in there, keeps their interest. Facebook has its own way, it targets where you go, it shows you products on Insta and Facebook, that's obviously meta. Snapchat has its own way of doing that, it's very different than them. Each one of these are tailored, and basically your behaviors, your activity, is what makes them almost a search engine by what you do. Now you can turn off the permissions for this, by the way, and my friends in Europe, don't worry. I wish the GDPR would apply, but I do live in California where we're about as close to GDPR as you get in the US. The fact is, most people don't even care about being tracked. Now the final search engine is video. TikTok changed the whole marketplace. And YouTube, if you want to get found, YouTube is not only a great search tool, It's a way to get your video out and you don't have to be some like professional person. You could be able to record short videos like this, put on a nice background, have the transcription done, captioned automatically without even paying anything and be out the door. So you can post that content on YouTube as well as on your website and all the other search engines, Rumble, things like that. Video is its own search engine, All right? So you can see why I talk to you about podcasts, because when I do this, I have audio, video, and then a transcript, written content. That helps me get found in search. That's where the keywords are. That's where I get found. All right. And without that, I wouldn't be able to do it. So let's get into you. Now let's get into the action part before we close this out. Prompt power. Simple SEO and content marketing strategy with prompts. Let's say you're starting from zero like I did. You gotta know what the keywords are, what the intention of your customer is so you can create relevant content, what questions they ask, create a podcast or blog post about that. So very first I go to it and I've got these on, on the AI Optimist blog, go. SEO positioning, here's the prompt. Create a list of SEO keywords for the AI Optimist or whatever your product or service is. Include two to three keyword phrases and a separate section for long tail keywords, boom. You can also use services like SEM Rush or phrase, F-R-A-S-E, is a good AI one. If you wanna do this, they'll also help you write content. Again, I don't stress doing that, but people do. But it's a little bit better than you'll get going to ChatGPT. Now the second prompt, intent, right? What's the, who, what, where, when, and why of your customers? So here's a prompt. Why do people search for these keywords? It just told me the keywords. Why do people search for them? Define the reasons behind their searches, including what they're confused about and possible answers they would be seeking. As an SEO agency professional, develop a list of 10 popular questions related to keywords, or in my case, the AI Optimist, the AI industry. Fill in your own, you could even fill in a local address if you're a local business. And let's go to a strategy prompt. I go to ChatGPT, Claude, Bard, define seven keyword strategies for my business and location if relevant, develop a content marketing strategy for the next year using the top keywords and methods mentioned above. Do you see how we're having a discussion for free or $20 a month, I pay chat ChatGPT. Then we go to the podcast or blog post titles to develop. Write 10 blog post titles based on the content suggested above. Write an outline, summary, and subheadings for the blog post. Wow. If you use Jasper, it's even better. Jasper is like an amazing tool I use. A little more expensive, but it's way quicker. It saves me a ton of time. Social media posts, right? Here's a prompt. We have all this, remember, going down the flow this is ai powered search do you see what we're doing write 10 social media posts based on the content suggested above including one for linkedin of 500 characters one of 280 characters for x twitter much more if you pay 500 words for facebook whatever the amount is write social media headlines that engage users and encourage interactivity for each post hey it's not perfect but you have just got all this created your content with these ideas And then you can go in and edit them or really I suggest write your own because what it's missing is you, the human connection. ChatGPT, none of these have emotions, none of these have experiences, that's what you bring to the table. So you need to get out on social and communities, right? You can't just sit around waiting for people to find you, build your list. Now, one of the big things about social media is you need to build your email marketing list more than ever. Clubhouse, the audio program that went wild during the pandemic has crashed a little bit because people don't use it as much in a good way. But people who had millions of followers were wiped out when they changed their business model. Facebook's algorithm is going nuts, been shutting down businesses left and right because they upgraded it and it got weird and this AI is not perfect. But if you've been relying only on your followers on your page, I've seen somebody who's been there 10 years, totally legitimate, lost all her followers and her content for 10 years for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And I hope she'll get them back. It's just an algorithm gone wild. Basic line is you don't own social media. Facebook does, Snapchat does, TikTok does. Build your email list. So our takeaways, diversify your traffic resources. You need to go down social media. Do you see what I just did with the prompts? You need to have email marketing because I send this out to you to remind you to come visit, right? You need to have collaborations and guest posting, do partnerships with other people. I'm about to do interviews on B2B marketing, setting up and how to leverage AI in your business. Each guest will be able to promote it to their audience, and I'll promote it to mine. Together, we grow. Collaborations optimize for AI and be relevant. You need to make content over time because Google will look at these. One, if you're consistent, it shows you're alive. Stay with it. You need to stay with it six to 12 months. You can't quit. If you just want to do it for a month or two, don't even bother because you're not going to get notice. You have to earn this. And this is where it's huge, because I can't, I'm already getting job offers, contractor offers, consulting from just starting this out. And it's not because I'm special. It's because I'm following a very basic plan. Video content, I have video, right? I'm right here. If you're good, good recommendation. Get good at paid advertising and build your community or join other communities. That's a great way to be able to connect with people. So you're not just waiting for people to find you. I do this on LinkedIn, I add comments, I connect with people, they connect with me, they share my content. It's being part of a community, okay? So prioritize those different resources. Look at doing a podcast or something. You don't even have to get on camera. There's stuff that will automate and create this for you at a very reasonable price and you don't need thousands of employees. Optimize video, stay updated with SEO trends and make sure when people go to your site, it's really easy to get around. Because if your site is bad, people don't even think about this. They design it terribly. They make it hard to buy. That will get you penalized by Google, by Facebook. You need to keep it simple as could be. See, the shift isn't about survival, but finding new innovative ways to thrive. Infuse your content with the power of your customer's intention, creating based on what is relevant to them and not what you make up alone. So what is AI-powered search doing? It's infusing content marketing with intention, with emotion, with you. It's a bridge from old search guesswork into a new world. Search isn't changing. In fact, search is being a much more helpful to you outside of Google and Bing. It's evolving. And those worlds search will be here. But the new AI is there to help you stop wasting time. Take these steps and like this podcast and patience, you'll see 90% of the game is showing up human-generated content. And next time, we're going to do an interview on B2B marketing, where I'm going to show you how B2B is being revolutionized, how to get leads, how to connect with people, and how to be able to build your business using AI and being a co-pilot. The AI Optimist. My name's Declan, and I'm done. See you next time.